privilege to come into your presence, to feast at your table, to learn at your feet, O oh God. And we pray tonight that as we have come before you, let our lives be transformed, O oh God. Let us go home better than we came in here today. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit of God. Clap those hands one more time and give God praise. Before you sit down, walk to someone, smile to them, tell them something beautiful. In fact, tell them something beautiful that will make them smile. Amen. I'll tell you something beautiful. You all look beautiful. Amen. Tonight, I'll be teaching real quick. I hope you have your writing materials. Today is not a preaching service by the grace of God, hopefully. I'm going to be teaching on setting goals for success. Setting goals for success. It is very important that we have our goals set. That we have our goals right. Amen. And uh, remember, on Sunday, I talked about sharpening the, the axe, sharpening your skill, becoming better at what you do. Amen. And so it's also important that you set goals. You want to be successful, it is important that you set goals for success. Now, our lead scripture for the month is... Psalms, lead scriptures rather, Psalms 87, verse 3. Let's have that scripture up quickly. Psalms 87, verse 3. Speaking about the scripture, verse 1 says, from verse 1, it says, His foundation is in the holy mountains. The Lord loveth the gates of Zion more than the dwellings of Jacob. And verse 3 says, glorious things are spoken of thee, O city of God. Glorious things are spoken of thee, O city of God. Now, in whatever area you find yourself, I mean, whatever area you find yourself, this should be your testimony. So remember on Sunday I said, whether you're a doctor you find yourself in the medical field, you find yourself in, in entertainment, you find yourself in hospitality, you find yourself in armed forces, you find yourself in the fashion industry. Whatever area you find yourself, it is important that glorious things be spoken of you. Is somebody with me? And so, likewise, in Luke chapter 13, Luke chapter 13, verse 17. The Bible says, And when he has said these things, all his adversaries were what? Ashamed. And all the people rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. So, what you may not understand, or what you may not know, is that people are watching to see what will come from you. Are you understanding what I'm saying? I'll say it again. People are watching to see what will come from you. Remember, 
talking about Jesus, a statement was made concerning him. What good can come out from Nazareth? Was it that Jesus was terrible? No. Was it that he didn't have a bright future? No. He, his future was beautiful. His assignment was clear. His assignment was, was lovely. But there was just one thing. Nazareth never produced anything good. And so it was the life of Jesus that became a turning point. Are you understanding me? Your life, by virtue of what Christ has laid it upon you, the purpose and the visions, the goals, the assignments, the call, is to bring about a change through you. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? So, back to the slides. Setting goals for success. What are goals? Goals are a set of specific, measurable steps that design the program for fulfilling your dreams and what? Visions. Goals are, read it out loud, want to go? Now, I want you to pay attention to this word here, two words here, specific, measurable steps. It is a process. If you are to go between point A and point B, you have to move from point A to where? Point B. So for you to move to your visions, for you to come into the place where your dreams and your visions are actualized, Goals is that road that will take you there. Are you understanding me? So, what is a goal? Let's keep going. According to Erin Ethoff, a goal is something you want to achieve. It is the desired result that you or a group of people plan and commit. Look at this. They do what? They do what? And what? So, it's possible for you to set a goal if you don't plan and commit to achieving that goal, you remain where you are. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Goals, oftentimes, are long-term. They relate to people's lives. They relate to people's careers. They relate to a company or an organization. So, for instance, if you want to set up a business, one of the assignments, the major components you must attain in putting that business together is to do what? Set the goal. Are you understanding me? So simply put, a goal is a dream with a deadline. Okay? So, understand this, that in today's world, the word goal is thrown around a lot these days. This is my goal. A lot of people just say it without actually meaning it. 
I have a, a goal that I've set for myself that by the end of this year, I would have done this program, I would have done this certificate course, I would have attained this, I would have achieved this. And many a times, people don't pay attention to what they have said. And so, if your goals are not properly defined, you are stuck not moving from where you want to be or where you are to where you want to be. So now, I want to get there. Before deciding to move there, I should have thought of possible ways, possible efforts that will have to be put into moving to that place. So for instance, if you want to go to Lagos, how many means are there to get to Lagos? Speak up. You can either fly, or you can go by road, or you can go by train if it's available. And then you can also fly the fly. If you know what I mean. Yeah. That's like a one-way ticket. Their checking times are never during the day. <laughs> and so, it is important because properly defined goals, listen to this, properly, and write it down if you want to, properly defined goals help trigger new behaviors and help focus on what is important to you. I'll say that again. Properly defined goals help trigger new behaviors and help you focus on what is important to you. So if your goal is well defined, clearly stated, it is connected to your behavioral pattern. And it begins to help you prioritize what is important to you at that time. So if your goal is properly set, you would not be thinking of buying a car or getting married when you have not finished 200 level. I don't know if I'm making sense. The reason why there are people termed money misrode is because they don't have clearly defined Goals. Meanwhile, there are people that receive the same money that they have and they don't miss their way. Are you with me? And so, it is not just about setting goals. It is also about achieving these goals. Remember, plan and commit to what? achieving these goals. So it's not okay to just say, you know what, this is my plan. This is what I'm committed to do. You must also see through. Are you understanding me? You must also see through. Now, what is a goal? Number one, a goal is your vision for the future. 
So I remember when we started the refinery, the goal was that, or is, because it's still in progress. That's the thing. A goal is progressing. It's still in progress. That the refinery will metamorphose from the place of being a church to a movement. Wherein we are spread on different continents of the world. Making moves, getting results, achieving greatness on the face of the earth. Your, a goal is your vision for the future. Goals should be the result of careful, I omitted something there, forgive me, careful, prayerful consideration of a personal vision statement. So it is important, if you are doing anything in life, you must have a vision statement. Are you understanding me? Careful, prayerful consideration of a personal vision statement and things you want to achieve. Number two, a goal is time sensitive. You cannot leave it vague, open-ended. There must be a timeline to it. At XYZ time, I want to achieve this. At XYZ time, I want to get this done. The most effective goals are time-bound. Goals generally have a longer time frame. That's why I said goals are progress. They are what? Progressive. They can then be broken into smaller short-term objectives. Okay? So you can set your goal for the next 10 years and begin to achieve that goal six months at a time. Because you don't want to start running a 10-year journey and you start on full speed. I know, you say time is running now. No, when you set a timeline, you begin to handle it one step at a time. Now, I kid you not, when you are starting a new business, there's nobody, nobody, who will come and give you 200 million? True or false? You're starting a new business. Even the people in the... I, I don't know if you've been uh, opportunity to watch uh, Shark Tanks. It's a business show where people come, they pitch business ideas, and then seated in that panel are people who own multi-billion dollar companies. And so it's left for you who's just opening this business to convince them that, look, although I'm just starting, this is the projection. And so you may be asking for, for, for say, $250,000. And they say, you know what? We, we will give you $100,000 for 30% of the company. So now you begin to work the math in your head. If I have this company and I'm giving away 30%, what is going to be left for me to progress on? Achieving goals one step at a time are much more easier. Oh, I want to lose weight this year. Then you start starving immediately. No, it won't work. You have to go with a dietary plan. You go to the gym the first day. You don't start lifting weights that day. I wish Wesley was here to explain better. 
Oh, Pastor Ayo, yeah, Pastor Ayo can explain. You don't start lifting the first day. They tell you, you have to stretch. You have to run. So you can sweat and loosen your muscles. Why? Because if you start lifting immediately without going through the process to relax the muscles, you will have muscle injury. And what will muscle injury do to you? It will stop and halt, in most cases, halt the progress of you achieving that goal. Tell your neighbor, there is a process to follow. Goals are large in nature. Goals are large in nature. So don't be afraid. If it looks like your goal is bigger than you, you're on the right path. Because your goal should not be smaller than you. If your goal is smaller than you, then you are walking in a retrogression. You are backsliding. Are you somebody understand what I'm saying? In the next 10 years, you should be better than where you are today. Not behind where you are today. Is somebody hearing me? If you are, God forbid, not, if, not you. If anybody is behind 10 years from where they are now in 10 years' time, what do you think? Good, bad, terrible. Huh? Huh? So, if your goal is large in nature, don't be afraid. Feel free to Feel free to think outside the box and dream big. You see, it's how our forefathers used to <laughs> do it. Well, the reason why your forefathers did it at the way you see it now is because that was what they knew then. So it is awkward if you are not thinking of something new. So the tradition in the Babylonian time, was that, as they said, nobody must pray to any god except the king. But because Daniel walked with God, and God saved him from the lion's den, it brought about a change in that rule. That now, I know before, what was obtainable was that it's the king that should be worshipped and prayed to. No. Now, the god of Daniel should be prayed to. Now, Daniel had every opportunity to say, you know what? As they don't say, make we not pray now, make I enter house. Close door, close window. May we sleep. We'll whisper to God in prayer. We'll have silent prayers that cannot be uttered. No. He practiced what he knew to prove what he carried. I don't know if somebody needs to write that down. Now, what is not a goal? A goal is not an objective. A goal is not an objective. Media, have you slept on me? I've moved on. A goal is not an objective. While goals describe what you want to achieve, objectives are what? Come on, read out loud. 
are steps taken to reach that goal. A goal is not a resolution. Resolutions are oftentimes temporary. Giving short-term gratification opposed to delay gratification. While a resolution is a decision to do or not do something, a goal is what you want to achieve. So, they tell you what is your New Year's resolution. That is why many of you don't keep it. <laughs> because it's a temporary thing. How many of you wrote New, Re New Year resolution? January. How many, how many did you write? How many did you write? Huh? Five. How many have you kept? <laughs> okay, you, you wrote only five. How many did you write in there? Uh, you didn't write any. How many did you write? Ten. How many have you kept? <laughs> Two. <laughs> okay. Who else? Who else wrote New, New Year? Maybe you wrote New Year resolution, didn't you? Oh, okay. What about you? Who else wrote? How many have you kept? No. How many did you write? Many. Twenty? How many have you kept? Like ten. A goal is something you want to achieve. You are determined to achieve it. So, I, I had a goal. I have a goal that by January, I will have zero intake of fizzy drinks. Coca-Cola. Oh, Wesley's here. <laughs> Coca-Cola, Sprite, Fanta, and all those uh, carbonated drinks. I started in January, but I slipped up along the line. Yes. Yes. I slipped up along the line, and I started taking carbonated drinks again, and it hit me. You said you wanted to achieve this thing. So, in June, I started again. June, July, August. Three months. I've not had any fizzy drinks. And I don't feel guilty. It, it, in fact, I was going to bring two bottles of ice-blocked Coca-Cola for you, anybody today. Because I looked in the freezer and I said, I'm like, oh... I refuse to be tempted. A goal is not a mission. So, understand this. Mission statements create a clear and focused direction to follow. So, when you go into certain companies, at their welcome area, you see our mission. Our vision. If you come in here at the welcome center, you see the boldly written. It is a statement of purpose from which a company, a business, or an individual operates. A goal is a specific aim that you and your team work towards. This is it. This is it. No die vision. We are going here, we are going here. 
I don't even know why I'm teaching this. Probably it will help us in our new facility. I don't know. So, let's move on. What is success? Somebody help me. Pass them a mic quickly. Anybody? You have a definition of success. I know I have some written out there. Quickly. Anybody? Success. According to your personal reasoning. Is it money in the bank? Is it your account balance? Success. Give Pastor Mark the mic. Can we, can we have the other mic, please? So, we can have two mics going around. What's success? Go ahead. Success to me is, you know, achieving uh, your goals. Okay. Your goals, what you laid aside and what you are determined to follow and what you want to achieve by achieving them. So I see that you are successful. Successful. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else? <laughs> okay. My redefinition of Please success open up the shot. is doing what God would have me do and be where God would have me be at, a, at every particular point in time. Okay, I didn't get that. He's <laughs> doing what God would have me do and be where God would have me be. Okay, every doing what God wants you to do he where he wants you to be at a particular time of life. Okay, amazing. Anybody else? Anybody else? Okay, Moses. Praise God. Okay. Success could be how many containers you have on the high sea. Okay, praise God. For me, success is actually running on my own track without being distracted on someone's own track. Like, if I have um, an objective to reach something, I shouldn't leave my own track and run on someone else's. Even if I actually reach that goal, reach that, goal yeah. that person's track, I'm not being successful. Okay. Success to me. Being on your own lane. Okay? Now, for some people, success is how much money you got. So, there are some people you see, when you see their convoy, you say, man, this guy is successful. When you see their company, you say, wow, they are what? Successful. Success could mean the progressive realization or the actualization of a predetermined worthwhile goal. First word there is what? Progressive. Progressive. It is growing. So that is why sometimes when you get to certain, please, please just sit down. Sit down where you are. We mean, Use the mic some more. That is why you get to certain milestones in your life and you say, ah, I tried. What was the first impression you had when you had your primary six exam? Were you thinking of GC? Talk to me now. Were you thinking of GC? Were you thinking of NECO? Were you thinking of WAEK? What were you thinking of? Huh? But ultimately, they will ask you, what do you want to become? But at that point in time, your mind is not on doing... Dr. Dave, give me one exam you do. 
Plab. Plab. <laughs> what, what, what does it mean? MBBS. Now, how many of you were excited to be doctors when you were young? I want to be a doctor. I say, what do you want to be? I want to be a doctor. But in primary six, you were not thinking of PLAB and MBBS. All you just wanted to do was to pass that exam and go to GSS 1. Now, when you got into GSS 1, it became a bit harder. But did you return to primary six? At that point, the only thing on your mind in September was the voice of your father saying that we will travel together during the summer holiday or the Christmas holiday if you come first. At that point, you are not thinking of second term or third term. What are you struggling for at that time? Is to make sure that you pass so well. Take that first in the first term so that you can go on that journey. So, success could be progressive realizations. Remember, long-term goals could be achieved by short-term goals. You take them one step at a time. One step at a time. That's why you see people that invest. It, they tell you it is foolish for you to take all 100% of your money and invest. You first of all test the investment. You put a little bit. If today you put in 20 and it yield results, then you put in 30. You say, okay, fine. It yields results. Then you say, okay, let me take a risk. Put in 50. You don't take a risk and put in 100. Are you understanding me? Go back, go back. Guys, when you need to be fast, you're not fast. Success in life, in family, in business, in ministry, in career, is measured against your goals. It is measured against what? Your goals. So, your success should not be on the basis of another person's. That is why you are pressured because you are measuring your success by the person by you. No pressure. Are you seeing it? Is it following? Is it making sense? <laughs> Baby girl... You will not feel pressured to get married if you stop comparing yourself with your friend. Because a lot of people get into the wrong relationship just because their friend got married. They say, I'm tired of buying a shreddy. And so they are willing to settle for anything. The goal is to marry a gentleman, one that fears God, one that has a job, one that is sincere, one that is not a wife beater, and they don't have traces of wife beating in their family. You know, some ladies don't pay attention to that, right? They don't. One that there is a history of separation in the family. 
Am I making sense? And so, they settle for anything. If your goal is to work in a multinational company, when I mean multinational, they are spread in different countries of the world. That means that you're already thinking of working as an expatriate. You will not settle for just your BSc. You begin to work to a higher standard than what that multinational company has set. I don't know if I'm making sense. So by the time CVs are presented and CVs need to be defended, they are looking at yours and they are going, hmm, hmm, hmm. What was Joseph's CV? Divine wisdom and revelation. What was the goal? To be prime minister. And so when obstacles will come, as soon we go on strike, fees, no money to pay the fees, and sometimes you are at the brink of giving up, you look back to the goal and you keep pushing. So, success is measured against your goal. Some of you look at yourself, you say you are not beautiful because you think the lady by you is more beautiful than yourself. Some of you say you are poor because the person sitting by you dressed better than you, but you don't know that they don't have food in their house. The person just decided that I will dress. I don't know. Am I speaking strange things? This is not deep. We're not going deep today. <laughs> but you completely assume that, ah, this guy is made. He's a made man. You know someone even said, I heard someone said to someone that told me, they said, I'm a old boy. <laughs> I just laughed. I said, they've not seen anything yet. They've not. Say, because I'm like this. I'm a old boy. You haven't seen nothing. When, because the, I will become fresher. As long as my ministry is being beautified, I cannot be an opposite of my calling. Ah, that would be an insult to my to the one who has called me. Are you understanding me? Christ in me, the hope of glory. So I should look glorified when I'm seen. I cannot be looking a pauper and I'm declaring that God shall supply all my needs. Are you understanding me? Now, does it mean I have it at the moment? No. But I'll look it. That's why some of you, you say, oh no, I'm, I'm, the joy of the Lord is my strength, but your face is worse than a frown. So people ask you, for the one way you do, so which joy? Because they can't see it. Stop putting, tell your neighbor, stop putting yourself under pressure. You say, oh no, Pastor Mark, oh no, no. When you see Pastor Mark, you look at me, you know now. There's no room for comparison. He, he, see the way he prays. 
Let me, let me explain something to you. Peter was in prison. He wasn't praying. The church was praying for him. And God answered and brought him out. So somebody else could be in the same prison. See, eh? Who does Peter know that brought him out? I need to know who Peter knows. I need to look for who Peter knows. But even Peter himself was wondering, how did I come out of here? And watch this. Even when he got to the house where they were praying, the Bible says a young lady, a young girl, came, opened the door, saw him, shut the door, ran inside the gate, and said, Peter is outside here. They said, no, it's not true. <laughs> because even they that were praying did not even believe that their prayers would be answered. Yeah. Wesley, come. <laughs> I know that I've been waiting for you to come. I know the effort this guy puts in to look like this. Ah! Every morning. <laughs> see, huh? Shed cannot even pass it. I, he puts it. Look! At the time he's putting in that effort, I'm already on my way to my office. So, when I see him, I'm motivated. But I'm not yet committed. If I want to show a certain level of commitment, is to say, you know what, Wesley, how can I learn what you do? Hey, there's nobody that doesn't want to look like this one. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. When you have this and you are handsome, and handsome is not as a means of being fine, or is that you have something in your pocket. Yeah, yeah. There's no ugly man. There's no ugly man. If an ugly man is rich, he's handsome. But are, you, yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you understanding me? No man is ugly. Once there is money, in the, he has enough words. Oh, he's handsome. See, have you seen my man? He's very handsome. Just forget. And they don't, many of times, they don't even care to see him. They say he's showing all over you. So if I, if I, Start getting worked up. Why is Wesley looking like this? See all his chest is just coming out. If I don't ask him what he's doing, if I'm not ready to pay the price he's paying, I will continue to be pressured over nothing. Wesley, when you go to the gym, is it comfortable? No, sir. Is he enjoyable? No, sir. Do you enjoy the results? Yes, sir. Oh, I want to pass this exam in flying colors. Ref, pray for me. I'm writing an exam. Then I pray. I will join you in faith. Then you will go home and start watching Big Brother. Then you are not ready to succeed. Rev, I have this business idea. Uh, pray with me. I, I really want to do this at the end of the year. And you tell me this in January, and I pray with you. And then by, by September, you've not even made a move to write anything down. Listen. You've not made a move to even register a business name. What about that company? Say, Rev, we are working on it. We have placed it before the throne of grace. Ah. 
you will not see disgrace in Jesus' name. So, no goals. Oh, come on now. No goals. Goals setting is mandatory, is a mandatory step towards success in any field of endeavor. If you watch the movie, catch me if you can, you understand what I'm saying. That even a liar, say you want to be the world's greatest liar, if you set goals for it, you'll become the world's greatest liar. They will never catch you. Just take time, watch that movie, catch me if you can. This guy, only he became a professor, became a lawyer, became a pilot, married, he married, ah, God, he married a rich man's daughter with a lie. If you can set your goals, you are on your way to success. Let's keep going. Let me show you. Ah. Okay. So, what are the benefits of goal setting? Number one, goals keep you away from wasting time and energy. Number two, goals produces results, produces focus, and help you avoid distractions. So, imagine in a football match, there is no goalpost. Let's just be playing. There is no winner. We will come there, we will waste our time, and we will go tired, having expended what? Energy. Goals help simplify your decision-making process. Goals, this one is for somebody here. Goals deliver you from living in the past. You know, when I was a scholar, that means at some point you have stopped being a scholar. You are dull. You know when I was a very smart young man? Oh, so that means that you dropped your smartness along the way somewhere. And you've picked up foolishness. Goals produce persistence and determination. What did I say? So, if you try the first time, it doesn't work. Because you have a goal you want to achieve, you keep trying it over and over again. Uh, is his name Thomas Edison, the guy who did the light bulb thing? How many times did he try? 99? Huh? He. Oh, 999. So he. Oh, my goodness. You will look at him and tell him his what? He's wasting his time. You have tried it 100 times. It didn't work. Abandon it. Must you kill yourself? How many of you have heard that before? They've told you that before. Must you kill yourself? If it not work for you, it not work for you. It's not your luck. I tell you, your luck not shine. Put. Move on to something else. Some people have cheated themselves out of greatness by believing that lie. Say, not be your luck. Not be your calling. He tried... Over and over. Now, did he, was he failing? No. He only saw opportunities to correct what was wrong. 
And so, for every time he was trying it again, it was getting better until it became perfect. There's nothing like failure. One plus one. Why? Why? Because there's a formula to it. And if you keep that's why some of you, when you see this uh, qu 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 hmm, uh -huh, quadratic equation, you lose all form of comfort. Find x from where? If x left y, bracket 3 minus y, find x. is here. But no, when you look, you know some of you used to do that thing. What, what's the name of that master's book that has the answers at the back? General mass, yeah. You, you open to the back page first, look at it. Then you write the answer. Then when they ask you, how did you get here? Yes. Two times one, two, two times two. Ah, mm, mm. You know? You know? You know the time of the multiplication table? Yeah. Two times one is easy. Because you can sing it. The higher you go, the louder the hmm, hmm, hmm. You know? So you sing it over again. Not times one. Not times two. There is a process to follow. You cannot QED if you have not followed the process. And so for every time he was trying, he was saying something. I probably didn't connect this wire. Right. So we will connect it. And when he connects it, it affects something else. It triggers off something else. Oof. I thought I got it. No. Okay. So let me try this coil. I thought maybe I, I, maybe I didn't put this element right. So when he puts an element right, and that thing goes up, until he got to a point where he figured out how everything should work. Just like the day I was trying to connect a light switch. Ooh. My wife made a fool out of me. She started screaming, Make una come Reverend one born house. But hey, hey, I was trying everything. I was trying everything. At some point, I told them, shut down all the electricity in the house. Because I don't want to be a living sacrifice. Not L-I-V-I-N-G. L-E-A-V-I-N-G. Yeah, 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 yeah. It left. Sacrificial. Amen? Are you blessed tonight? So, goals deliver you from living in the past. Goals produce persistence and determination. Now, some steps to achieving your goals. Number one, have smart goals. Somebody say smart goals. Smart stands for specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, time-bound goals. What does it mean? Oh, come on. Stop sounding like you're hungry. Say it again. Now, you're not going to achieve your goals if you're not smart. For your goals to be achievable, they have to be specific. There is no point setting a vague goal that don't achieve any specific purpose. 
For instance, why do you want to make money? Anybody? Charity, why do you want to make money? Okay. So that you can spend it. Yeah, okay. Anybody else? Why do you want to make money? Anybody? Okay. So I assume now that you guys don't want to make money. Oh, no, 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 no. If you say no, God will judge you. Anybody here, you want to make money. You want to be rich. You want to be wealthy. Why? So that I can spend it willingly. Okay. That's her own thought. Anybody else? Buy the necessary things. Emma, why do you want to make money? Okay. Abraham, why do you want to make money? So that you won't have... Good. That's a goal. So that he can empower other people to be like him. Why do you want to have money? So what happened to the prodigal son? He wanted to have money, but he had no goal as to what that money was for. No specific, no purpose. Is somebody understanding me? And so when he got that money, he was rich, but the money misrode. And so in little or no time, he became poor and became poorer and became very poor and became poorest. To the point that people won't even admit him into their house. So he came to from everybody's guy to nobody's guy to the guy that will be staying with pigs. Stay with pigs, okay, fine. Maybe he just come there to crash. Now, he went beyond just crashing with the pigs. He started eating with the pigs. Not like he's eating his own food and the pigs are eating their own food. He's eating the pig food. So you see how not setting goals can mess a person's life up. Are we together? Let your goals have specifics. Even in your office, in your company, if you have a team of people you work with, set goals with specifics. This is what we have to achieve. This is what we want to achieve. It will give you a clear direction on how you will go about achieving that goal. Somebody shout amen. amen. What's the second one there? Measurable. Once you have a specific goal written down or pinned down, it's important to measure those goals or measure the success of those goals. So at every milestone, it should be noted. At a point in the refinery, we started at 10. From 10, we moved to 50. From 50 to 60, it was progressive. From 60 to 80. From 80 to 100. From 100, we moved to 120. And we have been moving and moving. Refusing to be stuck in one place at one number. Refusing to be comfortable. Somebody hearing what I'm saying? It's important to measure the success against 
your goals? Are you making progress? That's the way you will know if you are making progress. So if you started on the scale, that's why they say if you want to work out, the first thing you must do is what? Get on the scale. So if you start off at 250, at some point you measure yourself if you have dropped in weight or you have, talk to me now, increased. That's the only way you can know if really what you are doing has effect. What's the next one there? Achievable. Attainable. Attainability. A smart goal must be within reach. And so, to be able to achieve your goals, you must lay hold on data. Data collection. That's why in church here, we don't joke with data. Every Sunday, for us to measure how far we have gone, every Sunday I inquire our numbers. We will not just go and buy chairs. Say, praise the Lord, we need to buy more chairs in the house. Uh, we are increasing in number, so we need 500 chairs. The question is, if we need 500 chairs here, where are we going to put it? Take something in your hand. Put it on your... Not so with the singer. Put it on your head. On your head. Because if we measure those chairs by the space we have, it's not commensurate. That's why we have to... Now, this teaching is making sense, right? Yeah. Data, analysis, research. How did this church, we cannot just wake up and say, you know what? Today is laid upon my heart. We are starting two services. Eh. Okay. We have to do analysis. Is the praise team set to handle two services? Are the workers set to handle two services. That is why many of you, in your businesses, it looks as if your workers are not productive. No, it's not that they are not productive. You have not analyzed what their strengths can carry. Are you understanding me? They are, and you know, at a, in, in times where they are demotivated, where there's no morale, they are not excited, no motivation. But you want them to deliver more, they will produce less. And you get frustrated. Does somebody understand what I'm saying? And so it is important that you rely on data to help set attainable goals. Analysis, research, very important. The next one is what? Realistic. Are your goals realistic? You say at 25, I want to buy a Lamborghini. The question is not impossible, but what? How? Are you selling Indomie? And you want to buy Lamborghini with Indomie? How? It doesn't, there's no meeting point. That's why you cannot say you are a child of God and still be in darkness. And say, I carry light. Ooh, there's no meeting point. Somebody hearing me? Relevance. Is your goal relevant to the, the, the processes you have set? Is it relevant to your goal? I want to be a doctor, but you are in social science class. 
Say, I want to be a doctor. You hate biology. You don't like chemistry. You, you, you know, I don't want to hear physics. Then further mass. Mass, no. Just go and look for one law and just read the law. And you'll be fine. Because clearly, you are not cut out for that assignment. Now, it's just like you saying, I want to be a surgeon. Dr. Dave, please help me out. Can you be a surgeon and be scared of blood? Say, when I see blood, I can just faint. Then just go and do a Greek. Or do history or political science. Where you can tell people to go and shed blood and you sit down in your office. You can't say you want to be an army general. Say, I want to be an army general, but I don't like. Amen. Your goals must be realistic. They must be relevant. Your, your, the processes, the, 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 the attachments to realizing your goals must be what? Relevant. They must be time bound. Don't just leave it open. They must have a timeline. It's not productive to set a deadline too far. I know long-term goals, but set short-term timelines. In the next six months, I want to achieve this. In the next 10 months, I want to achieve this. Gradually, you see yourself walking towards achieving your 10-year goals. Amen? Number two, you have to write down your goals. Don't daydream. Stop your neighbor. You say, stop daydreaming. Do you know that there are people that have uh, uh, houses in Banana Island in the sky? The Bible says what? Write down the vision. Make it plain that they that do what? Will do what? So if there is nothing written down, there is nothing to run with. Stop daydreaming. Put pen to paper. Put pen to paper. When you do this, it makes your dream more tangible. It makes your dream more real. Somebody hear what I'm saying? It makes them walkable. Now, after putting it down, have a look at those goals. Don't just write it down and say, uh, we'll be all right. Everything will be fine. No. Take a good look at it. Make that goal visible. Maybe in your room or in your workspace, get sticky notes. Write on them. Paste them where you can see them. Because what you behold, you become. The Bible says what? Looking. Uh-huh. Why? Because the more you look at him, the more you become like him. Remember, when there was a snake attack, 
in the camp of the Israelites. God instructed Moses, then make a brazen serpent, place it upon a stand, that as many that look at it, they will become healed. So, do you know that many a times the antivirus is actually the virus? Oh, you don't know. The anti-malaria you take has a bit of malaria something in it. That's why it's able to fight it. Oh, so you don't know. Oh my goodness. Write down your goals. Put them where you can see them. Because now, if you, if you just say, oh, this is my goal here, it's easy for you to get distracted, lose focus, and forget it. When God painted on the mind of Abraham that he will become a father of children, it stuck. So when God will tell him, go and sacrifice this boy, Abraham was not complaining because he knew I will be a father of children. It's what, what God has given me is beyond Isaac. Isaac is just but one. Are you understanding me? What God promised him was as much as your eyes can see. Not one. So when he gave him one, when God told him to sacrifice, he understood well that if God takes this one, wherever he brought this one from, there's many more there. Somebody hearing what I'm saying? Next thing, break it down. Break down those goals to digestible states, small pieces. When you make a big bowl of eba, you don't squeeze the whole thing once. Is there anybody here that squeezed the whole thing once? We will pray for you tonight that you'll be delivered. You take it in what? Small portions. Why? Because your, your throat can only accommodate what your hand can carry. Hey, if you don't, okay, take, you can't even take a full eba, a whole muscle, and shove it down your throat. You will choke. Some of you is just more meat than who cares. Water, water, water. No matter the hunger, you see it is small, small. Or do you take the full uh, pot of rice? Just go, yeah. And you pour it inside your mouth. Say, ah, I'm full. Break it down to digestible pieces. Achievable pieces. Develop a plan. You want to be rich? What is your plan to getting rich? You want to own a beautiful and a wonderful business? What is your plan to that owning that business? You want to be a beautiful, a wonderful importer. Everybody comes to you. They want to import anything. Is you. What is the plan to achieving that goal? After developing a plan, you need to take action. Don't sit on your butt thinking manna will fall from heaven. God has stopped producing manna. He needs you to walk. Don't be lazy. Eight. 106,400 from a pack of cupcakes for one year. That's 12, right? Yeah. So imagine you doing multiple orders. 
sharpening your skills, becoming better. Take action. Don't be lazy. Don't sit down there and say, God will provide. God will provide when you walk. Amen? Amen. Put your plan into action. Why? Because the smallest act makes you one step closer to your goal. Number seven, keep perspective. Have it in view. Have it in view. This is where I'm going. It's easy to be carried away with your goals, carried away with achieving your goals. And you may reach a point where you will do anything. I just want to get there. I just want to be made. Are we not seeing it now? That boys just... How many days ago? They said they caught one boy again. He wanted to go and steal underwear. Why? Desperation to be wealthy. Meanwhile, you know, I, it baffles me. Why not that same energy convert it into working hard and get paid where you can get satisfaction for your pay? And so, because you want to achieve that goal, you are burning, you are moving so fast, you get to a point where you are burnt out. It's like you are getting tired. I don't know if anybody has ever been in that state. You, you, you just feel like, ah. Now the results have not started kicking in. Expectations are not met. So, some certain level of discouragement begin to set in. Avoid being burnt out by living a balanced life. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Take some time to decongest. I do it. Preaching is amazing. I enjoy it. But hey, sometimes I get to a point where like, I'm just, boom. I just need to take a breather. Whatever thing you do, when you see that you are not able to, how many of you have read to a point where you are looking at the book now, But you know you are reading, but the thing is not Omagba, my name. It's not entering. What do you do? Close it up. Take a break. Take a walk. Listen to some music. Calm yourself down. By the time you go back into it, you notice that there is an opening up and you are able to take in more. Are you understanding me? Number eight, identify possible and potential obstacles. Be realistic in way, what you are going to face. Challenges will always come. If I tell you there will be no challenges, I lie. Challenges will always come. It could be financial. It could be relationships. It could be emotional. Challenges will always come, but identify them. And being aware of your potential obstacles, it will make them less intimidating. So if you are not expecting disappointment, when disappointment comes, you may not even realize that it's disappointment. When you get home, you'll get it. Some of you that are crying, it broke my heart, it broke my heart. Because you were waiting that it will break your heart. And you will always keep telling him, please don't break my heart. <laughs> and this morning, please, I've been hurt before, don't hurt me again. So he knows that there is something that will pain you. And so if we do it, let it pain you. But when he doesn't know, if he's doing it, you are laughing. He so what are you trying to do? I'm trying to break my heart. Oh, you're making a grave mistake. You say, ah, don't enter. Are you understanding me? Number nine, be accountable. Tell your neighbor, be accountable. be accountable. 
Trying to accomplish a goal all by yourself can be lonely and overwhelming. Accountability will help you make consistent and steady progress. And it will help you to keep striving towards your goal. And so keep yourself accountable. Hear this and I will explain it. By sharing your goals with people who are interested in your growth and development. Not everybody is interested in your growth. Not everybody is interested in your development. Share it only with those who are interested in your what? Don't be a Joseph. Once, he was quick to reveal to his brothers his goal. And so, they almost killed him. In fact, the plan was to kill him. But God had to deliver him. So, the second time, he wasn't so quick to reveal himself to them again. I don't know if you noticed it. He had to, to pause. Number 10, reflect and adjust. And maybe you haven't achieved your goals in the time frame that you set. Oh, I want to do this by September. And September is here and you haven't been able to do it. Maybe your goals were a bit too unrealistic. You know? 